and welcome to the Amass Podcast. This is at C. Talene, and I am joined by both of my lovelies tonight. Hello, Southern Senate. Hi, I am present and accounted for. And sounding perky. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of shots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, Akira, I didn't know we were drinking tonight. I mean, for real, had I known that, I would have opened up that, finished opening up that Moscato sitting oh in the refrigerator. Yeah, and I yeah. have vodka downstairs. I have some mixers too. Shoot. Next time tell her next like, time tell her we're drinking. Let us tell us know. we're drinking. Well, you can run downstairs. We did say we were podcast drunk one time. Oh, tonight's <laughs> not the night though. Tonight is not the night. After this, I still have to do um grad school work, so I can't get nice and lushy. So tonight, listeners, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, if you followed us on Twitter, we kind of teased that we're going to be talking about some fan fiction tonight, and we asked some folks to send us their drabbles um, and things like that. So I know in the past we've kind of been, or I should talk for myself, I've been a little bit snarky when it comes to fanfic about Mr. Robot because I don't normally see that it's very well written, or there is a particular ship that is very pervasive that I'm not interested in. But we decided to venture out, and um, we actually found one that we all liked. But um, ladies, what was it like for you when you were trying to find a fanfic? I know Southern Cynic, you were frustrated. What what was it like for you? Um, there's an overabundance of Tyreliot. I expected that. I was very surprised to find um, some Leon and Irving ships. Hmm? I, I wasn't expecting that, but, um, oh, and, and Leon and Elliot. A lot of Leon and Elliot. Really? But it, but it was sweet, you know, those those fix were kind of sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of steer away from the Tyre Elliot. That's just not my thing. Um not a lot of uh, Angela and Elliot, though. Maybe I was going down the wrong search. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and of course, we have plenty of Dom and Darlene. But um, I didn't see yeah. any Dom and Darlene, but maybe it's what I put in for my search. You, you got to hit those relationship tags. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, archive of our own. I, I didn't check out uh, fanfiction.net. Or is it fanfiction.org? It's fanfiction.net. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time because their um, their filters are just horrible for me. I, I can't find anything that I, I would want to read. I agree. I agree. Akira, did you were you looking for some stories? Uh, I started a search and then just kind of, you know, I guess like Elliot spaced out, if you want to call it spaced out on it. <laughs> Um, yeah, in my search, like, you know, like Southern Sentence said, but also even before searching, I knew that there was going to be a lot of Tyrell Elliot, and, and I mean, I'm not, I mean, to each their own when it comes to the shipping, but I was like, okay, I kind of wanted to see something, you know, I was like, interested to see if there's anything else aside from Tyrell, because I know that that is a big part of the fandom, but I was like, all right, give me something else to look for and everything like that. Um, so yeah, that was kind of, I guess, the part where I was like, okay, let me space out a bit and then maybe come back to the search. Are you, um, are you a fan fiction reader though? Do you like, I know some of Seneca and I love fanfic. 
I do read fan fiction. Um, also, but like you, I've been a little hesitant in wanting to venture into fan fiction when it comes to Mr. Robot. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know why. I guess I'm just, I'm so, no, I guess I'm just so used to the show that I'm like, okay, if I venture into anyone else's thought process, it was like, okay, I need to really separate the show from you know, this, from this person's fan fiction. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it basically was like, cleanse the mind a bit like don't go into it expecting to be like um the show or you know like how are they gonna have the characterizations down a little bit but yeah um yeah I guess I have to kind of I guess give my mind right when it comes to reading and reading Mr. Robot fan fiction but um but yeah any other time I'm like going on fanfiction.net when it's like okay I haven't read fan fiction in a minute let me just spend, spend some time doing de decompressing doing that. So well, I'm going to encourage you, like Southern Cynic said, explore archive of our own because the, it's easier to find your fandom. It's mm -hmm. easier to filter with um, archive of our own. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's 10 times worse than Reddit. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you. because You're right. You fall deep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so there's no point in putting a one-hour time limit on myself. No, <laughs> no, no. I will go over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so, so Summer Cynic, what are some of your um, favorite fan fiction fandoms? I, I kind of already know, but... <laughs> Um, well, in the past, uh, I was very much into, um, Doc Ock and Loki fanfiction. <clears throat> as it a happened. ship? Not, not as a ship. No, I didn't oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no. I was just very into the different stories people could come up with. Um, if you start venturing into Loki now, it's some weird, uh, territories. I, I, I don't understand why people ship him with Thor. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I know that's, that's, to me, that's yeah. his brother, but uh, to other folks, it's, you know, he's adopted. So it's cool, but whatever. But um, I forgot about you and Doc Ock. Yeah, Doc Ock. Alfred Molina, Doc Ock. I mm. forgot that that was a thing for you. <laughs> I think that was like my first, like, fan fictions that I actually got into mm -hmm. and it seems so long ago but I can remember a couple of stories that I really really love but um right now I'm um you know I'm on my Star Wars thing so um I'm into Kylux so it's Kylo and Hux I am not a Raylo shipper uh, in, in this house we do not believe in Raylo so <laughs> um yeah yeah uh that's that's pretty much my thing right now is it's, it's I have yeah. a problem. <laughs> I need she help. Does. She does, listeners. I'm not going to tell her, spill her tea, but she does. Yes. Like, I'm so glad I have a lot of storage on my phone because all the pictures <laughs> and the gifts that I have of that is borderline <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, that's why we told you guys that you need to follow Southern Cynic on Twitter. And maybe she will add you to one of her DM groups where you can see some of the stuff oh, she's talking about. We had so much fun last night. <laughs> I don't know where you were. But, I um, was doing schoolwork at the library until eight o'clock. Um, Star Wars show messed up a hashtag. And it when you look at it, it kind of looks like Star Wars experience. I saw it's that. Bad. Oh, 
God, we had so much fun. I was calling for the Smut Wars crew, but you guys weren't there. I saw it. I saw it. I could not engage, but I'm, I feel bad. If it, if it were to happen tomorrow, I'd be all in. Um, some <coughs> of my favorite um, fanfic, fanfic fandoms. Wow, that's hard to say. Um, so I really started when I was watching Sherlock. Um, my friend said, do you, do you read fanfic for um, Sherlock? I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I started with Archive of Our Own and reading Sherlock fanfics. And then when Arrow got bad, I started reading Arrow fanfiction, um, Game of Thrones, a lot of Game of Thrones fanfic. Um, and it depends on just like what I'm watching at the time. Like, ooh, this is really good. I want more. I'll just kind of go out and see if anybody's writing about it. And usually, you know, someone is. And I think, you know, I was kind of surprised that there weren't, there weren't more um, fanfics written for Mr. Robot. Like if you look at the total number, I don't even think there's a thousand. I think there's like 600 and considering, oh, yeah, check, check and out, see how many it is. I don't think it's that many. So, so do you like your fan fiction to like stay in universe or do you like, um, like me right now, I'm kind of into alternate universes, mm -hmm. you know, which is kind of weird when you do Star Wars, you know, take them out of context, but it's, I like I a, I like an AU, I like the alternative universes sometimes, like for, um, for Arrow, I like when they, put the characters in high school. Like, I think that's really mm -hmm. interesting. Um, sometimes like with Game of Thrones, it can be kind of weird when they do like a modern day AU just because I'm used to them in that environment. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not that picky. I do say I like the teen and up fictions. I'm not too much of a G reader if you know what i mean i want full-on smut i want to be at work <laughs> and be totally embarrassed <laughs> that i have this little private thing going on not suitable okay. for work reading but read it anyway oh akira we're reading. just we're just going deep see this is why we can't talk about <laughs> This is um, why we can't go on archive. Right here. <laughs> uh, the Mr. Robot tag on archive has mm -hmm. 599 works on it. Yeah, um, that's not a lot for a show that is almost in its fourth season. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. I expected more, but, you know, there's other sites, you know, like uh, uh, Wattpad, is it? Yeah. I find Wattpad hard to find stuff on. It's extremely hard. And if you find one, you're never going to find it again. No. Unless you, unless you bookmark it, it's just going to disappear after you finish reading it. But I, I, that site is hard to navigate. So Wattpad is another um, fan fiction site. I think it is the prettiest site, like visually to look at, mm -hmm. like the graphics and things. But how they have things connected is um, very interesting. And I think people do um, more original works there, not necessarily connected to a fandom. So that kind of throws me off too. But you're not on Tumblr, are you? Listen, do you have a <laughs> Tumblr account, Akira? No, I don't. Okay, don't, don't get, get one. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Um, um, yeah. I, I have a Tumblr account, but I Tumblr is like a rabbit hole for me too in like the most inappropriate things. So I have to like delete Tumblr off my phone. So if I really want to see something out, I'll reinstall it and put in my password and stuff. And then as soon as I'm done with it, I delete it off my phone because otherwise I would just never get out of bed. I'd never do anything. But that's, that's how I fall down a hole. Like, um, I, I really like visuals with my stuff. So I like fan art. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while on my feed, I get some Tyrellian stuff mixed into my Kylex. I don't know who it is. I, I really wish I could read They're them just out. trolling you. They're just trolling yeah, you. Yeah, they're just trolling me. But, I mean, you get on Tumblr, you see some some awesome art, nine times out of ten. A couple of people are going to write some decent drabbles based on that art. And so you might find a lot more um, Mr. Robot uh, fiction. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. There's tons of gifts on Tumblr. It's just like, I, I, it, I just can't. I can't start that drug. I'm just going to abstain. I'm going to live through you. I know <laughs> if there's something I really need to see, you're going to show it to me. I'll click on it. I'll look at it. And then I'll run away. I'll just run away. Um, but listeners, we are here to talk about Mr. Robot. Um, so I actually went out and I was able to find a fanfic that um, I think all of the ladies liked. So I reached out to the author. Her name is Desdemona Wren. And I mean, that's like the best name ever. Is that um, a pen name or is that her no, name? No, that's her name. Oh, her mom did her justice. I know. I know. I was like, tell me that you don't go by a nickname, that you just go by Desdemona. And she's like, yeah, that's the best thing about me is my name. So, For real. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, You definitely got those unique names. Like, don't be, yeah, have no shame in putting that all out there. Going by that, the yes. name. And I think that that's interesting because, um, Akira, weren't you, weren't you saying that Core in his weekly interviews would always have like um these quotes or like quote Shakespeare and stuff like that yes yeah uh -huh. so I think he would enjoy Desdemona's name um so the name of the fic is I Never Told You and it is actually an Elliot Angela fic and I think it's set around season two so um I reached out to Desdemona and I asked her, first of all, if we could talk about her fic and highlight her on the podcast. And she was, you know, happy to let us do that. And then I asked her, I said, would you mind reading your fic for us and, you know, talking a little bit about it? So she was nice enough to send us a recording of her reading her fic. So I'm just going to play it for everybody and then we'll come back and talk about it on the other side. I'm on Unmasked Podcast this week to read a fan fiction that I wrote for Angeliot. It's actually somebody requested that I write this from Tumblr. They didn't send me a prompt or anything, so this is kind of what I spit out. It's called I Never Told You, and the summary is Elliot forgets a lot of things, and this is apparently one of them. Angela calms him down. It's really short, so. She's awake. She's always awake. 
The light of the sun slowly floods her apartment, rising over the buildings in the city. She watches in silence, sheet draped over her lithe form. Next to her, Elliot breathes softly, rhythmically on the bed. He's laying on his stomach, head turned away from her. Her eyes sweep over the bare skin of his back, lit now by the coming dawn. The edges of her lips turn upward just so, a soft smile forming on them. He's covered, just barely by the comforter from her bed, the fabric setting low on his back at the base of his spine. He stirs softly, his rhythmic breathing interrupted as he wakes. His movements are slow beneath her gaze. He rises, pushing himself up from the bed and blinking blearily around him. His expression is confused, concerned, almost terrified for a moment. Then he sees her, his eyes impossibly wide, lips parting as he takes in a shaky breath. He says her name, his voice trembling. He didn't remember. She wasn't sure she should be at all surprised by this. It wasn't the first thing he had ever forgotten. Elliot's mental state had been deteriorating for a long time. A very long time. His part in the 5-9 hack was a true testament to that. He gathers the blankets up from her bed, covering himself as he stands. She watches him, an almost bored expression on her face. Are you all right, Elliot? Her voice doesn't waver whatsoever. She was far past the person she had been a year ago. She had an air of cool indifference around her, even where Elliot was concerned. Especially where Elliot was concerned. Someone had to have a level head. He stares at her for a long time, waging a battle inside of his head. She had seen him do this countless times. His pupils blown wide, his mouth pinched. She waited for him to respond to her, for his brain to slow down enough to notice that she had addressed him. Angela. He says her name again, his voice soft and scratchy from sleep. She smiles at him slowly. Come back to bed, she says, her voice sweet and dripping with honey. He hesitates. He always hesitates. His mind racing, his expression filled with fear. Not of her, no. Not of any one person, but of himself. She had seen him like this countless times, terrified of what he had done, of what he couldn't remember. He says her name a third time, as if he couldn't slow his mind enough to come back to the present, as if every single angle of the scene before him needed to be examined before he could respond with anything other than her name. Elliot, she responds in kind, moving to stand up from the bed and come around to him. She doesn't bother carrying the sheet with her. She sees the moment he comes back to the present, his eyes finally settle on her face, really seeing her for the first time. Finally. She thinks as she approaches him. What happened? He asked, still unable to grasp the situation that they're in. Angela shakes her head at him, reaching out to brush her fingers across his bare chest. Elliot flinches just slightly at the familiarity of the way she touches him. He doesn't pull away. Her lips part as she looks at him from beneath her lashes, the same way she had looked at him on the subway not too long ago. Don't worry, Elliot, she whispers, her voice low and soft. You're safe. He doesn't deflate at her tone as she'd hoped, but he does relax into her touch just slightly. Safe. He repeats the word as if it had been so long since he's heard it. As if it had been an eternity since he had considered he could ever be somewhere that safe existed. He still didn't understand what was going on, or why he was there with her, she knew. She could see it in his calculated expression, the way his eyes were still wide, his lips pressed in a thin line, though the crease in his forehead had disappeared. She pressed herself against him, arms weaving beneath his to wrap around his waist. Elliot dropped the mess of cloth he held between them to mirror her actions. She smiled into his chest when she felt his arms settle across her shoulders, 
A sigh escaped her lips as she pressed her kiss against his collarbone. She feels him shift, moving the bulk of his weight from one foot to the other. He doesn't respond to her kiss, but his arms tighten around her back. He's still stiff, still uncertain. She kisses him again, higher at the base of his throat. She can practically hear the wheels turning in his brain. She knows he's wondering what he forgot, what had changed between them the last time they saw each other and now. He would piece it together, she knew. But until then, she would help him jog his memory. The muscles in his back tense and relax beneath her fingertips, and she presses soft kisses against his shoulder and neck. His breathing is faster, his arms moving down to grip at her skin. She moves away from his shoulder then, lifting her head up so their faces are at the same level. His eyes are heavily lidded, drunk on the sensation of her against him. She has to bite back a laugh at the sight of him coming apart so easily. She bumps her nose against his, clumsy as she moves in to press their mouths together. His eyes flutter the rest of the way closed, hands digging into the skin of her back, pulling her closer, skin to skin. And God, she had him. Um, I'm a little bit parched right now. Mmm. <coughs> well. Okay. Yeah. Twisting in my seat right now. Listen, mm. when she says she kissed his collarbone, mm. Mm. he dropped a cloth between them. Mm. Yes, bitch, mm. yes. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. Ugh. Kissing the base of his throat. Oh, can you imagine waking up to him laying on his stomach? Oh, the comforter barely covering his hips. Mm. Those big ass eyes opening to see me for the first time in the morning. Mm. The gravelly sound of his voice. Mm. Mm. Well, let me freak you out for a minute. Okay, when I was reading this, I was expecting that Mr. Robot was just going to come out of nowhere. And Angela was screwing him instead. Ugh. I was worried. I was worried. Okay, so this is season two. So at first I was like, okay, is this season three? Does she know that Elliot is Mr. Robot? So if he doesn't remember it happened, is that implying that she actually slept with Mr. Robot and not Elliot? Ooh, I'm thinking she slept with Mr. Robot. Akira, what do you think? I'm sorry, Southern Seneca and I got all in our filthy feels. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I found myself wondering that too. I mean, obviously he at the story he's coming out of his fog, I guess you could say. So yeah, it does stand a question that, um, yeah, it probably was Mr. Robot and not Elliot, or, mm. maybe at one, or maybe at one point there was, or maybe there could have been the battle between the two <laughs> during this, I don't know. Does that mean she had a menage? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does 
that count as a menage? I don't know. <laughs> it's not, it, it probably wouldn't be as messy. Oh, I would think. <laughs> Kira, she speaks as if from experience. I'm not going to go there. Don't make me uh, see on this. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe Southern. Are you? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't, I'm don't tell us. Don't tell us. <laughs> No, don't, don't. <laughs> say that for the DMs. We'll say that for the DMs. We'll bring, we'll bring Grant in on this. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have to say, one of the reasons I didn't want to read fan fiction is, I, is because the show is so well written that I didn't feel like, uh, you know, an amateur author could really capture the characters. And I have to say, I feel like Desdemona did a really good job of mm -hmm. capturing Elliot like I felt like I could visualize you know Elliot standing there being confused with the wide she, eyes and she got Angela's mannerisms down to me mm -hmm. like I could, I could definitely see yeah. Angela's face you know so yeah and also like you were saying with um I definitely agree that you know being so wrapped up in the show that yeah that was one of the reasons why i was hesitant to even venture into mr robot fan fiction because again you're so used to seeing these characters on the show on the show and how they're written that you kind of that really with the fan fiction and what i liked about um Desdemona's is that it kind of gave you a small glimpse into bits and pieces that we may not get to see between you know in the in these characters lives so you know, this is some, this probably some one moment you can maybe genuinely, okay, this could, ha you know, like, okay, this probably could happen, you know, in between whatever moments we do see on the show. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she definitely captured um, the mannerisms and characteristics of Elliot and Angela. And then, of course, given the, I guess, uncertainty of their relationship at times, and then even also wondering if this i mean even still like i guess coming out of this coming into the story having seen season three you're kind of like okay is this a little bit of the beginning of of uh, her manipulating elliot mm. you know um to kind of to, to in some sort of way be able to gain have some sort of control over him aside from uh shooting him up with whatever drug she had in that needle oh yeah because we did have that one kiss between the two of them mm-hmm we did have that one kiss so i mean there's something there like fan fiction wise i would not be adverse to reading a because in my head canon of angela and elliot like i feel like they had their first times together as teenagers and it was just something they did but they didn't have a relationship but that's just something that they wanted to get through together because they were best friends so i could see that happening in the past I could see, like you said, Akira, I could see this scene happening in the show, like an in-between moment. Um, and I, I would say I wouldn't be opposed to seeing this in the show. That would be a crazy kind of switch because I would think that um, Darlene would use those kind of tactics, you know, like mm -hmm. she, I, I would never see Angela using her sexuality, you know, going that far with it to manipulate somebody but hey that's the beauty of fan fiction you can do whatever you want so do we think that she was manipulating him in this in the story that Desdemona wrote it's very ambiguous I don't I, mm, 
Yeah, it's open to interpretation, definitely. I didn't get manipulation, but I think it's interesting, you know, Angela knows he forgets things and she was expecting him to forget this. So is it because she knew he was Mr. Robot or because she knew he would be upset that this happened in their relationship? Because, I mean, he wants to be with Angela, but he seems to be afraid to be with Angela. If you look at Elliot in season one. Hmm. I don't know, but I always have to take things to a dark place. So in my yes, mind, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards she went to bed with Mr. Robot. She woke up with Elliot and she got the best <laughs> yeah. of both worlds, you know? Like, she, she likes that soft, sweet side of Elliot, but, I mean, we don't know what happened before he opened his eyes. I, I think she she um, she um double-dipped. Oh, okay. Well, mm -hmm. it sounds like she's about to triple-dip because she, at the last, <laughs> the last one says she had him. Um, mm. So. Mm. Oh, gosh. She bumps her nose against his. Oh, um, I love those bumps. Mm. She moves in to press her mouth to his. Mm. Mm. Skin to skin. Was there any uh, pressing of the lips against the artery on his neck? You know, that's, there's a lot of that in fan fiction. I just love it. Yeah, they, that's an erogenous The pulse of his heart on her lips. <laughs> Let me see. It says, the muscles in his back tense and relax beneath her fingertips as she presses soft kisses against his shoulder and neck. Mm. His breathing is faster. His arms moving down to grip at her. I wanted her to say grip at her ass. <laughs> but she said grip at her skin, but I just did that substitution in my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Desdemona, we might have to do a request. <laughs> for some, you know, I was really sad because the one thing I wanted to find, I, they didn't have any white rose fan fiction. Like I saw two and I didn't see any Grant Rose fan fiction, so I was disappointed in yeah, that. Yeah, I was wondering, I mean, God, as much as I was screaming about those two, you would think. I know. As much as the Tyrellian is out there, there was like nothing Grant Rose. Oh, um, maybe Desdemona would be. Um, are you up for writing a Grant Rose? Desdemona. Here's your prompt. <laughs> <laughs> Come through, chick. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Desdemona, I tell you what, I have slowly, if not quickly, fallen in love with her because she is so stinking sweet. Um, she is on the Twitters, and let me pull up her Twitter name. You can follow her on Twitter. Um, her Twitter handle is um, at Wholesale Romato. So wholesale R O M A T O and um she's also on Tumblr Southern Cynic under wholesale romance so wholesale romance tumblr.com but she's also in the midst of writing a series of books so she's oh, like she's busy yeah she's busy so i don't know if she would be able to fulfill our request right now 
But um, she, so listen to this. I asked her what she was writing. So she is doing a series that she's self-publishing it, but it's a monster human romance. It's called Bloom. So this is, this is her um, talking to me. So she says, basically it's about this trans girl named Holly Juniper who falls in love with a dogwood nymph named Mia um, who comes through a portal. So it is talking about this relationship that these two characters have. And I believe she's going to write three books in this series. So I think she's trying to have the first book out by March. So she is just trying to, you know, get this book finished, get this book um, published. So when she's done with it, I think I'm going to invite Desdemona to come back on the show or actually... What's this about feeding the cows? Hold on. Come back. Oh, what? oh, you're looking at this. Oh, I'm sorry. You're reading my screen. They can see my screen readers. And so Southern I'm Cynic sorry. is reading my screen. I didn't know how much of this, the um, summary she wanted out in the public eye. So you can read that, but I didn't want to read all of it. So when that comes out, we'll have to have her come out and um, talk to us about it. She also has a podcast. So, you know, we always want to highlight new podcasts. I'm going to have to listen to this tomorrow. It's called Bad Fic Podcast, where she and some friends get drunk and they read bad oh. fan fiction. Oh Girl. Listen. Um, you need to have us on, Desdemona. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I can't do that because um, Kate from the Book Wars podcast, uh -huh. you know, we got smut wars going on and... and we wanted to do that you know so I feel like I, I gotta get that going somehow get it going so um the name of Desdemona's podcast is called bad thick podcast and you can follow their twitter twitter account it's at bad thick podcast um so yeah I'm, I'm gonna be listening to that tomorrow because <laughs> I just think that's hilarious I think that is hilarious so Desdemona we love your name we love your work. You're doing great things. Um, you are an official friend of the podcast. Um, we want you on here when you're done with your book. Um, and speaking for myself, I will be listening to your podcast as well. Um, so listeners, we have some birthdays. One is coming up and one has passed. So Akira had a birthday. Happy birthday, Akira. I'm not gonna ask you what age you turned. But <laughs> can you tell the listeners what special thing you did for your birthday? Yeah, um, I went to Germany for my birthday, traveled overseas for the first time. Um, and by were myself. you, yeah, completely by yourself, honey, completely by myself, went to Germany by myself. A lot of people, uh, that I think that was the main thing, like, okay, they were already like, oh, that's cool that you're going to Germany, and then when they're like, oh, are you going with anybody? I'm like, no, I'm going by myself. And they're like, oh. Girl, yeah. we're, so, we're so glad you made it back in one yes. piece. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had a lot of fun. Um, the time that I was there, it was not enough to do things that, you know, a lot of things that I wanted to do, so I'm definitely planning to go back and um even more gonna like light a fire under my ass to um, really, really be able to converse with the language a lot more than I was able to. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I mean, every, but everybody that I interacted with was um, very nice. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I just fell in love with Germany, and it snowed on my birthday. I was so excited about that. Yeah, I'm that dork that gets excited about snow. I'm from Miami. Sue me. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so I'm definitely planning to go back. Um, and I'm I'm basically just like having the international bug that I think I'm gonna make it a thing for my birthday that I'm gonna go out of the I'm gonna go out of the country for my birthday from now on. That's amazing. And I just think it's wonderful that you travel by yourself, like your first time internationally by yourself. I went to Europe with a girlfriend and that was harrowing enough, just the two of us together. But at least like I had someone to be scared with who spoke my language. Um, Mm -hmm. So honey, I commend you. How did you navigate? You navigated okay by yourself? Yeah, it was, Germany is actually very easy to navigate. I was a little worried about that, but pretty much for me, I'm like, if I am worried, I was like, don't show it because um, you kind of talking to myself while I'm venturing around the airport before I um, made it to the train station to um, go from Frankfurt to Berlin. I'm basically like, okay, all right, what's, all right, what's your main thing around, you know, when you were in New York? If I looked, if I don't know where I'm going, don't show it. Um, so, but yeah, but you're eventually able to find your way around the airport and the cities and everything. So it's very, very easy to navigate and find your way around. And around see, Germany. I'm dating myself because I'm forgetting about GPS and stuff on your smartphone. Because when I went yeah. to Europe, we, we went without smartphones. So it was just like, this is the address. These are some, you know, basic directions try to figure it out (laughs) yeah yeah i heard yeah i think that that's well yeah that's probably one thing that played in my favor as well but also um my hotels um i pretty much had them and well my hotel in berlin was basically like right in the center of a lot of the spots that you know if you wanted to go see um the brandenburg gate i could just you know step out of the hotel make a right and walk down for a few minutes and boom there it is um and then, uh, and then pretty much other stuff was around. Other stuff that I wanted to see was um, right next to it. So if I wanted to see uh, the Reichstag building, I could just make a right from the uh, Brandenburg Gate. If I wanted to see the, uh, the memorial for um, the murdered Jews of Europe, I could make a left from the gate. Um, but yeah, so everything was really easy to navigate. Um, I didn't get to see everything in Berlin that I wanted to see. So definitely, I think if I do go back, I'm going to make it more of a Berlin-centric centric trip mm-hmm. but um but i did get to go i did get to see depeche mode twice um so, so that was a lot of fun um especially um because they played a show on my birthday and i was like okay i'm going to see them if i have to travel overseas to do it so be it <laughs> so were they playing the same venue twice or did you go to two different venues for the two concerts Two different venues. I saw them in Berlin. So basically I landed into Frankfurt on the 19th because that's um, the first show that I went to. They had that show in Berlin. So I landed in Frankfurt. I got on a train for about three and a half hours over to Berlin. Had maybe like two-ish or so hours to decompress, get something to eat at the hotel and then ventured over to the venue for the show. Um, And then the next day was... um, my day to kind of go sightsee in Berlin. And then the, um, on the day of my birthday, I got on the train from Berlin to Nuremberg. And that's where they had the show on my birthday. So, yeah, I got to see um, as 
especially with the train ride too. I definitely, you know, that um, made me feel like I got to see, you know, a little bit more of Germany because I was debating whether I want to fly from this city to the city. And I'm like, no, get on the train. Yeah, the train is so much better. I loved taking the train and just seeing so much yes. of like cities and the countryside and yes. everything. And um, just remember sneaking in the first class, although I wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> You're living dangerously, girl. <laughs> yes, yes. Only I think we only got kicked out once. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Southern Cynic, your birthday is like less than a week away, yes? Next yeah. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Your birthday month. Yes. So yeah. exciting. I'm so, so um, excited to do absolutely nothing because my birthday is in the something. middle of the week. It's horrible. I hate middle of the week birthdays. Hmm. Yeah, those are the pits. So tell yeah. me, tell me about this thirty-five dollars steak you want. <laughs> Actually, I started looking at the menu. I think I want that forty-five dollars steak. Holla! Yes. 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 Do it. Do it, girl. It's your and day. A couple, and a couple of flights of bourbon to go with it. A couple of flights. Okay. For me. How, how you gonna For get me. home? <laughs> I'm not driving. <laughs> I just mean you're going to be full of, of I'm meat gonna and I'm going to be on my birthday, okay? I'm going to be chauffeured. But um, my sister's supposed to take me out, and we're supposed to go see Black Panther, which I actually need to go check on to make sure she got the tickets. Because mm -hmm. last I checked, for some yeah. reason, this is very funny to me, um, Black Panther is actually selling out early here. The seats are being taken up. Mm-hmm. Um, The Last Jedi, not so much. Really? Weird. Yeah, kind of weird. For, for the different showings on, I think, Friday night. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, yeah, I was telling her, go ahead, get the tickets now, because, um, you know, I'm real particular about where I sit, so. Do they have yeah. reserved seats in your theater? Yes. Oh, we got nice. it last year. This mm -hmm. is how advanced we are in Mississippi, y'all. We, we finally oh. got <laughs> reserved seating as of a year ago. Okay. Oh. Beer in one theater as of six months ago. Oh, bless it. it. Yeah. But she doesn't have her questions that she's going to be asking you during the movie, right? Is she... Are, have we got to the point where it's like, can you hold your questions until after the movie? No, I need to find her a primer on Black Panther so I can mm -hmm. you know, have her study that because I, I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not. Didn't Roxane Gay do um, World of Wakanda? She could get that? I, I might have to look that up and give it to her because um, I'm, I'm, I just can't. I already feel it, you know, um, mm -hmm. what's that, you know, like from Clue, flames on the side of my face. I just don't want her to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm trying to immerse myself in Wakanda, okay? Just yes. enjoy it. Ask the questions after. I'll try my best to answer them for you. Yeah, we don't, we don't want anybody trying to steal our Wakanda joy, and it seems like the closer we get to this movie dropping for us normal people, the people are just coming out of the woodwork to try and spoil this experience for us, but I refuse. I rebuke it. In the name of whoever you believe in, yes, I rebuke it. I'm going to enjoy this movie to its so fullest. Did, did you figure out where you're going to watch it? You have your outfit? Gosh, I'm torn about an outfit. I have like a skirt I think would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. I am breaking down and just seeing it at my local theater because... 
I believe I have class that Saturday and I'm going to have a ton of work due. So I'm not going to be able to make a big production, but um, I have my tickets. I'm going to go. We're seeing it at the IMAX. So our IMAX doesn't have reserved seatings, but our standard theaters do. So um, I'm going to go and get in line and I'm going to download Civil War. So I am going to sit in line with my son and my girlfriend and we're going to watch Civil War and eat. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to the IMAX <laughs> and get our seats and watch Black Panther in all his glory. Get you some Bucky in before you get your to top. Yeah. I got to get my cap in too now. Mm. I had to get my cap and Bucky in when they're beating up Tony yeah, at the end. I, I finished that um the uh Thursday aid kit podcast. <gasps> Tell me what okay, Akira, you've gotta listen yeah. to it. I know. Um yes, I need to. Um tomorrow I can well, commute. On your commute. Definitely tomorrow. I yeah, shoot me the link, make sure I got it. I will be yeah. You, not you can't anything. listen to it on your commute, trust me, because I did that. Oh no. My, no, my commute is so, no, my commute is so short, so I can't really listen, listen to it on my But you have, to, you have to listen to it at a time where you cannot be disturbed. You will blush the entire time, trust me. Weren't trust you just me. grinning the whole time he was talking? My face hurt. When I tell you I was going down I-10 at 80 miles per hour, just <laughs> grinning like a fool. I'm sure people are <laughs> crazy. But it was Cap. With his oh. soft voice in my ear, just in surround sound. I was, I was is feeling Chris, is, Chris, is Chris Evans not Captain America? He, he, no, he is. is. America. He really is. Like, And he's so humble. And he's like, I feel like I'm disappointing you guys. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, no, baby, no. Just like, take me now. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you disappoint? Mm. I don't know. I just want to hold him close to my chest and just, you know, stroke his hair and tell him it'll be okay. You're going to kiss his collarbone. I want to bring him some apple pie. And um, Yeah, I got a pie he could have. Oh. <laughs> we going to fight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah. Captain America, mm-hmm. fan fiction, um, Wakanda and a request for more Grant Rose, please. Um, yes. So, listeners, as we're feeling, what girl gasping? What Beyonce gasp? I'm gonna have to go and see if we have a Captain and Black Panther ship. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look that up. Um, <laughs> go ahead and um, finish that up. I'm looking. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Okay, I do. <laughs> can we have a? Can we have um? Uh, what's the name of his um? His guard in Captain America. Does she have a a name? The one who threatened to beat up um Black Widow. Oh God, I forgot her name. I, that's who I would like to see Cap with. Oh, she'd eat him up. Honey, I watch it. <laughs> Be there for it. Like I don't think he's like he hasn't been with anybody since he woke up. Cause remember in um Winter Soldier when he kissed kissed Black Widow on the escalator, she said, "Is this the first time you've kissed anybody?" And he said, "Yes." 
So unless something happened between that movie and Civil War, Cap is Cap needs some loving. But um, anyway, you go look for that. Mm-hmm. And you tell me about that on the other side once we hit cut. So um, listeners, thank you for hanging with us. Um, it was particularly wholesome and filthy this time. So if you don't like that sort of thing, sorry. Um, just to remind you that we do have a Patreon account and we will have Desdemona reading her story. And she also gave us a little bit more insight about why she wrote it and what she was thinking about. So we will have all of that from her on our Patreon account. And we are also giving doing a giveaway, but only for patrons, so sorry. So we have um, lots of fun stuff we like to give out to you guys. So um, you can head over to our Patreon account. Our link is on our Twitter page. Um, if you like what we're doing, please hit subscribe or you can share this podcast with a friend or leave us a review. We love to read them. So this is at Cetaline. You can find me on Twitter at C-T-A-L-L-E-E-N. Akira, let folks know where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter at HelloFriend, H-3-L-L-0-F-R-I-3-N-D-1. All right, and Southern Cynic, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Southern Cynic. All right, thank you, everybody, and good night.